ILCA is, today, the world's leading and most important multidisciplinary society tackling liver cancer. ILCA. Hello, my name is Lorenza Rimassa. I'm Associate Professor of Medical Oncology at Humanitas University and Humanitas Research Hospital in Milan, Italy. Um, and it's my great pleasure to be here with Alejandro Forner to uh, summarize the abstracts presented during General Session 4, Therapy and Clinical Trials in 2021 at the ILCA Annual Conference 2021. Hi to everyone, I'm Alejandro Forner, hepatologist from the BCLC Group, Hospital Clinic, Barcelona, and I'm, it's a great pleasure to stay here with Lorenza. And Lorenza, I would like uh, to know your comments regarding the, the abstract presented by Trojan and colleagues that was entitled Nivolumab in Sorafenib Naive and Experienced Patients with Advanced HEC. And this is the five-year follow-up from the Checkmate uh, 40, Course 1 and 2. Uh, yes, Alejandro. Uh, we know that nivolumab monotherapy demonstrated a clinical activity in patients with advanced HCC, previously treated or not previously treated with sorafenib, based on the published results of the Checkmate 040 study. Uh, in this presentation, the authors report safety and efficacy data with a five years or follow-up. And they analyzed patients according to prior sorafenib um, treatment, and uh, they showed, uh, they confirmed the efficacy and safety data already published with a longer follow-up. So, in, in particular, the, um, in sorafenib-united patients, objective response rate was 20%, and median overall survival was 26.6 months, so very long survival. And in sorafenib-experienced patients, the overall response rate was 14%, and the median overall survival was 15.2 months. Uh, the authors evaluated also the efficacy of nivolumab according to um, etiology, uh, uninfected patients, HCV infected, HBV infected, and according to PDL1 expression. And uh, the uh, efficacy of nivolumab was confirmed regardless of the baseline characteristics. In terms of safety, uh, grade 3 and 4 treatment-related adverse events were observed in 33% of the patients previously uh, un untreated with a prior sorafenib and in 21% of sorafenib-experienced patients. And uh, um, treatment-related adverse events leading to discontinuation uh, occurred approximately in um, 3 to 6% of the patients. So I, I think that this abstract is really important because it confirmed the uh, efficacy and safety of nivolumab with a very long follow-up, as I said, five years. And so um, it's something that is uh, important for clinical practice, even if we don't have nivolumab, at least in European clinical practice, and also as a single agent, uh, it's no longer available uh, in the US. But I think this data confirmed, um, the, uh, as I said, the efficacy and safety profile of this drug. And Alejandro, would you like to comment on the abstract about the third dose cohort and expansion phase of the phase one trial of ADP, A2AFP, spear T cells for patients with HCC or other cancer types expressed in AFP, presented by Bruno Sangro and colleagues? 
Yes, Lorenza. In this study, the authors described the data from the third dose cohort and ongoing expansion phase of an ongoing phase one, first in human trial, evaluating the safety and antitumoral activity of an autologous T cells genetically modified to target AFP expression or secreting tumors in the context of, of uh, specific HLA expression in patients with HTC or other cancer types that express AFP. In this course, the authors included 10 patients uh, and the treatment was really very well tolerated. Just only uh, as a common side effects, the authors uh, reported uh, uh, leukopenia, neutropenia, lymphopenia, increase of, of thalaminase, pyrexia, and thrombocytopenia. And just only in two patients uh, reported a total of three treatment-related serious adverse events that included cytokine release syndrome, grade one, infusion-related reaction, grade two, and just only anatropenia, grade three. Regarding the tumor response, uh, from 10 patients, one experienced a complete response for stable diseases. And the complete response was associated with a rapid and sustained decrease of the AFP levels. Also, 20% of patients, two patients have shown durable stable disease, and three patients have shown greater than 75% of decrease in xenon AFP. Accordingly, it seems that this study uh, demonstrates a, a good safety profile of this treatment uh, approach, and the authors suggest that we have to follow and to continue with the investigation. And this is all that we wanted to comment. And Lorenza, I would like to know your opinion regarding the paper presented by David Pinato that was uh, entitled Treatment-Related Toxicity and Improved Outcome with Immune Checkpoint Inhibitors in Patients with HTC. Yeah, Alejandro, we know that the development of uh, treatment-related adverse events uh, correlates with, favorably with the clinical outcomes in multiple studies of patients receiving uh, immune checkpoint inhibitors, but this relationship is uh, still uh, undefined in patients with HCC. And in uh, this presentation, uh, the authors report the results of a retrospective international multicenter study, including 357 patients, um, with the aim to uh, assess the uh, relationship between clinically significant treatment-related adverse events defined at a grade higher than two treatment-related adverse events, and to define that if these adverse events correlate with the prognosis or are prognostic in HCC. And subsequently, the authors validated their results in a separate cohort of 406 patients receiving ICI therapy in international clinical trials submitted to the FDA, US FDA, in support of marketing applications. And um, the authors demonstrated the, the correlation. So the development of a clinically significant treatment-related adverse events was associated with a longer overall survival and progression-free survival, even after adjusting for baseline characteristics and uh, steroid uh, therapy. And also, the um, adverse events correlate not only with overall survival and progression-free survival, but also with the overall response rate. And uh, this association was confirmed in the FDA cohort and was also confirmed uh, in a landmark and adjusted analysis. So, in conclusion, the development of a clinically significant treatment-related adverse events may correlate with the response and survival in patients with HCC receiving ICI and the prospective studies 
uh, aim at better understanding this relationship are warranted to identify predictive biomarkers of toxicity and response. So I think these are very interesting data that should be prospectively confirmed. And Alejandro, there is another abstract that is uh, um, entitled Tailored Approach for the Treatment of HCC within Milan Criteria, developed of an advanced fibrosis or cirrhosis uh, by uh, multi-bipolar uh, radiofrequency ablation or liver resection. This is a retrospective, uh, a very large retrospective uh, French study. And uh, would you like to uh, summarize or comment on this? Yes, Lorenza. This is a multi-center retrospective analysis that the authors include 620 patients treated with multi-bipolar radiofrequency and 440 HCC patients treated with liver resection. In most cases, the tumor was uninodular, and in most cases, the patients had liver cirrhosis. And as expected, the patients treated with radiofrequency were older and had a worse liver function compared with those that were treated with liver resection. And uh, after adjustments uh, in the analysis, the overall survival and the recurrence-free survival was significantly superior in patients treated with liver resections compared with the radiofrequency, but without a statistical difference in terms of transplantation-free survival. As expected, the morbidity and the mortality was uh, lower after radiofrequency. The authors tried to, to sub-analyze the, 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 the data, and for instance, the main conclusion that had the authors was that for unique tumors less than 3 centimeters and for multinodular tumors, the outcome were uh, identical uh, with radiofrequency done with, with surgery. However, in patients with single tumors between 3 and 5 centimeters, the outcome, according to the overall survival and recurrence survival, was superior after liver resection. Also, additional data was that the tumors that were located in, in the left lobe uh, had a better survival with liver resection. And finally, and this is a very interesting finding, the, the overall survival uh, uh, benefit was obvious when the patients were resected with laparoscopic approach. However, the differences were, were not there when the, the resection was done in, a, in an open laparotomy. Accordingly, the authors considered that we may tailor the therapy according to some tumor characteristics like the size or the localization or the number of nodules, but also to the ability to perform an laparoscopic resection approach. And this is everything I wanted to comment, but Lorenza, I would like to know your comments or your opinion regarding the paper uh, reported by, by Dr. Lynn and colleagues that they ex uh, explored the regorafenib in patients with unresectable HCC in the routine clinical practice. And this is an updated interim analysis of the prospective observational uh, refined trial. Yes, this is a, um, an updated analysis and, um, as you all know, uh, a previous interim analysis of the first 500 patients enrolled in the refined study, that is a prospective observational multicenter study of regorafenib in a resectable HCC in a real-world setting, showed that this trial had a more varied patient population compared with the phase three uh, resource trial as expected. And uh, uh, importantly, in this presentation, the authors report an interim analysis of all patients enrolled in REFINE. And all patients are 1,031 patients, so large number of patients. And uh, 1,008 um, 1, were available for analysis. 
baseline characteristics were uh, the baseline characteristics of patients that we see every day in the clinic. So most of patients uh, were male, uh, were BCLCC, uh, child PUA, if we decided to treat them, and the NICO performance status of 0-1, and had received the one prior line of a systemic therapy in most of cases, uh, sorafenib. Uh, importantly, this trial included also patients from Asia, and in particular, 55% of patients were from Asia. So we had both Eastern and Western uh, patient, patients included in this trial. Um, uh, among the other baseline characteristics, uh, approximately 60% of the patients had uh, extrahepatic spread or metastasis, and 34% had vascular invasion. Uh, less than 50% of the patients, 47%, uh, started sorafenib at the uh, approved dose of 160 milligrams. Uh, 91% of the patients experienced uh, treatment emergent adverse events and 44% treatment emergent adverse events leading to dose modification. Uh, the most frequently reported treatment emergent adverse events were, as expected, a hundred skin reaction, uh, diarrhea, fatigue, decreased appetite, abdominal pain, hypertension, and asthenia. Median overall survival was 12.9 uh, months, and median progression-free survival was uh, 3.8 months. So, in conclusion, um, the authors conclude, and I totally agree, that the, the results of this uh, interim analysis with included 1,031 patients are consistent with the results of the resource phase 3 trial and support the real-world efficacy and safety of regorafenib in a broad population of patients with uh, unresectable HCC. And Alejandro, um, there is another important abstract uh, entitled Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis of Randomized Controlled Trials. Is etiology relevant for immunotherapies? Presented by um, Philippe Haber. Yes, Lorenza. In this presentation, the authors report the results of a systematic review and meta-analysis of 49 high-quality phase 3 randomized control trials conducted in HSD across the disease stage during the last 18 years. And the aim was to, to check the relationship between etiology and outcome after systemic therapies with either Tyson kinase inhibitor antiangiogenic uh, agents or immune checkpoint inhibitors therapy. The meta-analysis included eight trials in, uh, with 3,739 uh, 3, patients revealed that uh, immunity inhibitor therapy is significantly more effective in patients with viral hepatitis compared with non-viral related HCC. However, uh, there were no differences related to etiology where, uh, when the patients were treated with tyrosine kinase inhibitors or with anti-BGF, anti-angiogenic agents. And uh, the conclusion of the authors was that these results should be taken into account when interpreting the immune checkpoint inhibitor data in HCC, and probably we have to keep in mind this information for designing future clinical trials in this field. And this is a study that uh, is very interesting and will have impact in the trial design and the, in the data interpretation of the new trials that are ongoing. Uh, thank you, Alejandro, and uh, thank you all for listening.